We begin with uh, the third parak of uh, Mesach Sukkah, the first and second Mishnah. Uh, introduces really a different topic, going from having primarily discussed Sukkah, who's obligated, who's not obligated, what does the Sukkah need to look like, etc. For the first two prakim, for the first two chapters, the third parak, the third chapter, really delves into the concept of the lulav and all of its accoutrements. So let's start on, on Mishnah Aleph. Lulav a gazel ve'ayavish puzzle. So a stolen lulav or a dried out uh, lulav, a withered lulav is puzzle, is, uh, is not uh, acceptable to be used for the mitzvah of lulav. Shel asherah v'shel irani da'achas puzzle of an Asherah tree, which is a tree that was uh, uh, worshipped in terms of idolatry, uh, or of an Iran Nidachas, which is a condemned city. That's a city uh, that was inhabited by Jews, um, the majority of whom uh, were uh, practicing idolatry, and therefore the entire city with all of its spoils and all of its possessions, <coughs> excuse me, with all of its possessions, are supposed to be burnt and destroyed, and, and therefore possible, uh, even if it exists from there, which we'll discuss a little bit later, it's as though it doesn't exist, because halachically uh, they were supposed to have been destroyed. Niktam rosho, if the tip of the lulav, here we're talking about the palm uh, part specifically, so the tip of the lulav, even the lulav will oftentimes refer to uh, the lulav, the hadas, and the aravos together, so the lulav here, we're just talking about the, the spine, the, the central part of the lulav, so if the tip is, uh, is clipped is not there, it's, uh, it's not kosher. Nifratua love puzzle. If the leaves have become spread out, uh, really it means separated. So if they're not attached to the spine anymore, um, or if they were attached but they're, they're so far removed, um, then, uh, then that's a, uh, an issue that the, the leaves itself were perhaps separated or were, were uh, had a, a crack going down them. So puzzle, that would not be good. Nifraduolav, but if they're spread, uh, at like a fully open, uh, palm, uh, tree, uh, so that would be kosher. Rabbi Yehuda adds on to that. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, yagdenu mil that you have to tie it. So it looks like we picture our lulavim with a spine, uh, but we don't pass them like Rabbi Yehuda. Indeed, it could be spread out if need be. Tzinei harabarz al kasheros, that the, um, lulavim from the harabarzel, which is, uh, we're not positive necessarily where harabarzel was, but the Iron Mountain, as it's translated, are kosher. Why does it need to specifically stipulate that the, uh, that the palms from there would be kosher? For the following reason, that the palms over there were known to have very short leaves. So therefore, the, the one part of the leaf wouldn't extend up to cover the next part of the leaf. And we know that that's a requirement, or, or to overlap with that. And we know that it's a requirement for the lulav that at the very least that one uh, branch leaf should go up to cover the next one. That way the whole spine, the whole central part of the lulav is, is covered uh, with the uh, the overlapping uh branches, whatever, uh, leaves that extend over them. And then the Mishnah concludes, And the Lulav needs to have at least three tfachim, at least three hand breaths, uh, in order to shake, uh, in order to be considered kosher. So this Mishnah really goes through a whole whole uh, to do with uh, with many different things. First of all, a stolen lulav, what's the purpose of stolen? The purpose is that the lulav needs to be yours. It needs to belong to you. Stolen is not yours, so therefore you can't fulfill a mitzvah. Uh, and the Gemara will discuss uh, the concept of uh, a mitzvah baba avera, that if you do a mitzvah, but you did it through ill-gotten gains, so is that really a mitzvah? And there's a discussion over there, but here the primary act is lulav ha If it was stolen, it's not yours. You need to fulfill the mitzvah of lulav with something that's yours. 
floors. needs to belong to you. Yavish, who cares whether it's dry, it's beautiful, it's fresh, it's old, uh, because we have the concept of Hadar. When speaking about the Esrog, Hadar, the beauty that applies to the Esrog applies to the rest of the uh, Arbamin and the rest of the four species as well, and therefore something that's not, uh, something that's uh, dried and withered is not Hadar, it's not beautiful, therefore it's, uh, it's puzzle. Um, as we discussed before, and they deserve to have been burnt, so halachically it's considered as though they're burnt, so even when you shake them, in halachic terminology, in halachic reality, you're not really shaking anything. If the tip is, is broken, it's not considered a lulav. If it's spread out, that way the leaves are not actually attached to the spine, it's also not considered a lulav. Uh, if it's spread out, so that would be okay, and then we get to the conversation of how tall, how long must the lulav be, and it needs to be long enough to to be larger than the Hadas and the Ravos, um, and then uh, an extra bit in order to shake. So the Lulav needs to be at least three, preferably four Tfach and four hand breaths. Says the second Mishnah of the third chapter of Masech HaSukkah, Hadas HaGazel Vayavish. So now we take the Hadas, which is talking about the myrtle, uh, and again, if that is stolen, or if it's yavish, or if it's dried, withered, it's possible, similar to what we just said in the previous Mishnah, uh, exactly what we said prior, if it belongs to the tree that was used for idolatry, or belonged in a city that, uh, that had a majority of Jews who had moved on to idolatry, possible, because it should have been burnt. Niktam Roshel, similarly so, if the top is clipped, um, the leaves have become separated from the branch of the myrtle, uh, or if there are more berries than there are uh, uh, leaves on the hadas, so then it's possible. The ma'atan kosher, and here's an interesting idea, that if I have hadasim, they're beautiful hadasim, but it happens to have a lot of berries. But a beautiful hadasim, I really want to use them, so what can I do? Um, initially in the mission, I would say it's not good, but it says if I, if I take off the berries, so it's okay. It's not that it had too many berries, it just can't, when I'm using it as a little, cannot have the berries. It might have had them, but as long as it doesn't have them now, it would be acceptable. The ain mamatan biyomto, but an important thing to keep in mind, that one's not allowed to be mamait these onyantif. Why is one not allowed to be mamait these onyantif? Because this was not kosher for hadasim prior because of the berries that were on it. So when I remove the berries, so now it's a kosher for hadasim. So therefore, what I, the idea I was metakin kli and I created something. And onyantif, we know we're not allowed to create something new. So therefore, that would not be acceptable. That's uh, Mishnah Aleph and Mishnah Beis of the third parak of Masechah